Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok, and this is another edition of Star Wars Ranked. And with me again is Joseph Scrimshaw. Hello, sir. I am so happy to be with you, but far away. That sounded mean. I didn't mean it to. <laughs> Don't want to be close to you, Smith. Uh, I'm happy to be emotionally close to you, uh, but <laughs> physically safe. 
This has been quite a interesting journey recording remotely. And we're so thankful that we get to record remotely with technology where it is. It would have been difficult to do this even five, six months ago with some of the tech uh, you know, advancements recently, including the Star Wars show and tell. But Joseph, we, we are uh, having fun. Uh, it's like we're in the force. We have to feel each other out through the, the wavelengths of the universe when we're talking here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I close my eyes and I, I can call out and there you are. What's yeah, Ken, is. Ken, what's your favorite action figure? Are you going to speak now? Am I going to speak now? <laughs> Who talks first? Do you talk first? <laughs> so we are going to have fun. We love doing these uh, Star Wars ranked figure editions. This started as kind of a fun lark, the Power of the Force 2 line, the mid-90s big buff figures. And then we just have decided just to keep on going because it's been a lot of fun. And, and as we talked about in last week's uh, edition... Joseph and I go through, you know, you look back at our life the last 25 years, really even more going back to the Kenner line, but back to the mid nineties when, it, you know, Hey, figures were on the shelves again, some lines, we have all of them. Some we've barely touched, including last week's. And, and I thought, all right, are we going to keep going? Should we press pause? You know, Clone Wars is so uh, popular right now. Uh, should we grab that headline? Then I realized that was the next line, Joseph. The Clone Wars figure line, which came out in 2008 and ran to 2013. This is an interesting line. And I don't know about you. I own zero of them. What about you? I have nothing, and it breaks my heart. I didn't buy any of them at the time. I haven't picked any up at conventions. I almost picked one up. We'll talk about that. Uh, mm. The closest I got, uh, a very small line that, that we haven't talked about, uh, is the the action figures that they did for the Kennedy Tartofsky uh, original Clone Wars animated series. And I right. did pick up a few of those, and, and I liked them, but they were so animated and so stylized that I think that made me a little bit uh, not as excited for, oh, are these based on the animated show? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I am like you. Uh, I would make fun of them. Did you, like, I'd walk through the aisles and I'd be like, what are those silly things? Uh, <laughs> look at that. Look at that art. And this is probably the state of where the Clone Wars were uh, as a show and a movie in our hearts during 2008. Right, Justin? I mean, we, you, know, you, went, you saw it in the theater. I didn't even see the Clone Wars movie in the theaters. I was like, I don't know. I might, I might be out for a little bit. So I'd walk through the aisles and be like, look at these silly cartoon toys. Uh, were you anywhere near my horrible state of being on the figures then? I think there I I wasn't like rejecting them or thinking that they were bad. I think I I think there's definitely like a couple of the animated uh like expressions of uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan that I thought were like a bit much and in a, like even looking at this in detail uh for the podcast there are a couple of Obi-Wan's like I want that and there are a couple were like all right I I get that he's trying to be a, have a mean face but damn um <laughs> I think the thing for me is, as I've talked about many times on Force Center, I was really uh, mixed uh, on the Clone Wars uh, movie. I uh, didn't have cable and thought, eh, I'll catch up with Clone Wars, the animated show, on uh, some time. I'm not sure about it. So I think that there was, I, I liked seeing them, but I think that for me there was a weird detachment. It, yeah. 2008 through 2013 was a time where I wasn't actively watching Clone Wars. I didn't have a ton of money for figures. And I think I felt overwhelmed when I would see all of the different clone troopers and um a few of the characters that i didn't know from clone wars look cool but i didn't know them and i think it was one of the times where i felt like a little strangely alienated uh from star wars like separated from star wars that's interesting i don't i don't think 
I don't think you're wrong at all there. I think that might have been part of my defense mechanism of of not immediately getting into the show. And then I got into it uh, sooner than, than you did. I, I think I had a cable package and was watching, but it was like, eh, I didn't, it didn't, it wasn't the second or third season. So that's about 2000, what, 10, 11 era, era that I was into it. And by then, collecting figures wasn't high on my list of things to do. So that's our journey to get to this point. But then, Joseph, without a doubt, you pick up, uh, the love of Clone Wars and just kind of race through the series when uh, you're able to stream it. I've been did the, did the rewatch and uh, season six comes out and all and and now with season seven I'm I, I'm feeling the Clone Wars vibe and and have for a few years now. Looking at this line and trying to pick it out, just going through what what grabs us off of a, a, a monitor screen. You know, uh, I am kicking myself for missing some. <laughs> figures i i want everything that's on my list i do not own everything that's on my list i think i might own <laughs> soon yeah yeah i feel both uh lucky and scared that some of the ones i want are really expensive because i was making this list at about 1 a.m last night with a whiskey and some buttons might have gotten clicked otherwise like <laughs> it, it was it was a danger yeah uh b- before we fully get into the list I, I will say uh for people who who maybe haven't heard my clone wars journey the seeing the movie in the theater for the first time was a low point for me in star wars i love the movie now but reconnecting with this when i streamed it is one of the highest points for me as a star wars mm-hmm. fan going Wow, I knew I knew that people said Clone Wars was good. I didn't realize it was this good. And seeing these figures made me feel like a kid again of just that utter thrill of, oh, wow, I love that character. I had a no idea there was an action figure of that mm-hmm. character that I could take my love of that character and have it be real in the physical world with a little piece of molded plastic. Seeing some of these figures it gave me some of the biggest sort of just uh, little kid chills uh, as a Star Wars mm-hmm. fan that I've had in, in a while. I love that, man. That's great. Uh, yeah, your journey uh, proves that even even veteran fans like us, whatever that means, can you know reconnect with things, rediscover things, discover things for the first time in Star Wars. That's how big the Star Wars galaxy is, and I, I love that there. So with that said, I'm taking a deep breath because we got some fun <laughs> stuff to talk about here, Joseph. We are going to begin our list, countdown five to one. We'll have some honorable mentions in here as well, and we're going to begin, sir, with your number five. Uh, my number five is a character that I mention uh, quite a lot. I love this character in Clone Wars, and I did not know that there was an action figure, and it made my heart glow. My heart was glowing for Embo. <laughs> yeah. Embo, the Kyozo bounty hunter. I, I've gone on and on about him on other episodes of Force Center. He's just, to me, he's just the perfect ideal of a bounty hunter. He sounds cool with the deep alien voice. He looks kind of like a badass, like with, with that uh, weird uh, kind of frowny face. But then he's just also got all of these bits of, of the way his armor works, the way his uh, weapons work that just fires your imagination. It's that tip of the iceberg storytelling of like, what? What's his whole deal uh, of flipping and riding speeders and shooting and throwing his hat in this action figure? It captures everything. He's got the cool bowcaster. He comes with two knives. <laughs> He's got his giant hat that you can take off his head and, in theory, throw around. I'm not as accurately as Embo himself. But, I mean, this is, this is just uh, this action figure goes to... Uh, some of the more um, highfalutin ways that we think about the value of action figures, right? Because 
they're a symbol, right? The same way with many things we love, we want a, a flag for it or any memento to make this uh, conceptual idea of physical reality. And the idea that here's a physical reality of Embo makes me so happy. He's got uh, got 14 points of articulation, which I would think, uh, honestly, it sounds like more articulated than I feel as a human. Uh, <laughs> it's the last thing I, I needed to say we about Embo. One AM whiskeys because you were on fire today, sir. <laughs> uh, the, the, I wanted to share a Jedi business where we uh, do our research. Shout out to that great website. Uh, has this to say: Embo's hat can be plugged into a small hole on the top of the head, where it stays attached quite nicely. <laughs> quite nicely. Quite nicely. It is so. We're going to probably say this a lot in this in this discussion today. Uh, it's super detailed. And this is what I don't remember when I would see these on the shelves. I, I think it was it was this animation thing of like, uh, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure what, about that cartoon Star Wars I'm seeing. Again, even even a fan like myself, you have to allow yourself to grow and see things again for the first time. I'm seeing this. This Embo figure, the colors the yellow on the main part of his outfit, the this kind of metallic gray of his, of his uh, shoulder uh, uh, plates, his green outfits, his green arms, it's popping. It's so vibrant and detailed, and the cloth little cape around his his waist. I mean, this is like this is this is worthy of a shelf on display out of package. Oh yeah, yeah. This uh, this is a you need two right, uh, one to keep in the yeah. package in the cool pose, and then one to just be able to turn around and around in your hands and and study, study embo, study embo. And yes, we know each other pretty well as Star Wars uh, uh, podcasters and pundits. I saw embo and I said that's reserved for Joseph. <laughs> I appreciate that. A great start to the list. You're number five. Embo, the bounty hunter who keeps on going. He shows up in a little storytelling later on. An interesting character indeed if you love bounty hunters. An underrated one indeed. My number five is a character that I really do love in Clone Wars. I love that they have. I love that they, they plucked him out of uh, essentially behind the scenes in New Hope and just made him into this really interesting layered character that is doing his job and Kind of a little grumpy about some of the Jedi tactics, including Anakin. Um, and that is Wolf Ularen. This 2009 figure from collection number seven. Uh, Joseph, this is one of the ones uh, that I, I think add to cart is in my future. It's got uh, Wolf Ularen, who, of course, as we all know, went on to work for the Empire and in the security bureau and is in the New Hope and that white outfit sitting there uh, in the Death Star meeting that uh, goes awry. He's there in his uh, Republic outfit, uh, looking great, younger, younger hair, that mustache, who he's looking, Errol Flynn right there. But he's got a little uh, little table there, like a little communication table with a, a hologram. And the hologram is Obi-Wan Kenobi on the little oh. hollow. And the way they have it set up so well, again, shout out to our, uh, Jedi Business. Uh, we don't know them. We don't really uh, have any connection with them, but we always use their great website. So shout out to them. And they've got it set up in the photo where you Wolfie Large is kind of leaning over like he's listening to Obi-Wan. But because of the way his eyebrows are on this figure, it's like he's like, I'm dubious. I'm dubious about what Kenobi's saying. <laughs> this is, uh, it's, 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 gosh, I, I can't believe, like, Wolf by himself is, is great enough. It's that kind of detail of a figure. You put this holocom table, you give me a hologram, I'm sold. I, I, and I love you, Lauren. I love 
how they use the character in, in all the Star Wars storytelling leading up to the events of New Hope. And I think I need this figure. Uh, this is pretty amazing. This is such a great pick. He's such a detailed character. And what I love about Wolf Yularen is captured in this figure, as you described it. Because when you see him in the Clone Wars, he almost, especially in the early episodes, he almost comes off as this fun comic foil. This kind of uh, you know stiff guy who's like, oh, the Jedi are making their weird choices again because they're Jedi. But then you track from that like a uh, kind of a uh, stiff upper lip, the uh, straight person, British guy and go like, oh, well, yeah, that's the guy who'd go like, yeah, I'm glad the Jedi are dead. And uh, let's put our boot on the neck of the galaxy. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with the Empire. We're the legitimate government. Like it tracks yeah. so well. And he, you're right. He looks cranky. He looks like whatever Obi-Wan Kenobi is telling him that Anakin went and did what? He's just like, oh, geez. <laughs> He's, I hope I can join the Internal Affairs Division of the Empire and investigate <laughs> those constant problems with my new empire. Yeah, this is a great little figure and a, a good start to uh, my list, I shall say, because it inspired. This is the one that I'm scrolling. It's, it's, when, you, when you bring up Jedi business, it's like one of the first ones that, that pops out to you. And I was like, oh, wait, I think I... I think I misunderstood this line. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I need this. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of cool-looking uh, Imperial figures going back to just the Imperial officer in the original Kenner line, but that this table gives him a narrative as an action figure. You know, that's what's so cool about it is he's doing the thing that he does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing... He's doing the thing that he does. That's the way to say it. So that is the start to my list, uh, number five, which means, sir, we're up to your number four. My number four. This list was very, very hard. Uh, but my number four, I had to give a shout out uh, to the character and the episode, and it is Jar Jar Binks. It is the Jar Jar Binks from a specific episode. That's one of the things that I love about this line. I love specificity in action figures, and I love that some of these are like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's this character from around this season. But then other episode, uh, other figures are, it's from this exact episode. And this Jar Jar is from the episode Bombad Jedi, uh, which I have a complex relationship with. I'm pretty sure. I saw one episode of Clone Wars on repeat, uh, when I was performing on a cruise ship and it was late at night <laughs> and I had like a, you know, a, a delivery, uh, a room service burger and a slice of apple pie. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then it, it was, I remember there had a lot of Padme and it had Jar Jar being goofy. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'm not missing, missing a lot. Uh, and I rewatched that episode and it is absolutely, it's early on. It is absolutely a ton of Jar Jar slapstick. Uh, but it's it's got such great heart, it, it, you know, looking at it from a different perspective. It's Padme trying to do important political things. Uh, there are some kind of harsh jokes against Jar Jar from uh, 3PO, from Padme, and from Palpatine. All three of those major Star Wars characters <laughs> burn Jar Jar in this episode. Uh, but then what he's doing is this great Star Wars storytelling tradition of... He's just being brave. He has no weapons, but he's pretending to be a Jedi to save people. And he's being shot at. And there's the real threat of death. And it's kind of played for slapstick. But then you look at it from the other perspective of like, that's just so incredibly brave for him to go out and pretend to be a Jedi. And that's what this figure is about. He comes with the nice uh, soft cloak uh, Jedi robe. He also has a a hard tie that you can plug in. And just as a figure, he's well sculpted. Uh, he looks a little like 
oh no, what have I done? What have I got myself into? Yeah. Um, I've never owned a Jar Jar figure to my recollection. I might have had one back in the Phantom Menace days, but mm-hmm. this is the first Jar Jar figure I saw where like, damn, I want that Jar Jar. Yeah. Oh yeah, then this purple, the, the the tie, the purple with the white design. I, I, again, I, I know I'm repeating it, it. It just pops, man. I'm not a fashion designer. I don't know a lot of fashion <laughs> phrases, but it pops is what I know and what I'm I gravitate to, and the cloak, everything. Yeah, you're right. This is, I think I yeah, I think I have the Phantom Menace Jar Jar. Right, everything else I might have, I would maybe have gotten ironically. This is like, oh yeah, I need a Jar Jar figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah i have one where he's eating pez or something uh yeah dis- right. i have a, i think i've had just one disturbing jar jar set uh uh but yeah this is this is my jar jar he's uh noble and brave and uh and a little bit silly a noble brave a little bit silly that is that is it that's the mission of jar jar i love that <laughs> this is a great pick uh yeah it wouldn't be a clone wars uh would be a Clone Wars uh, discussion without Jar Jar because I think uh, the Clone Wars series for a lot of the characters allowed us to spend more time with them, allowed us to revisit them, and sometimes that yeah, maybe may, I don't know, maybe it didn't work for some people. But sometimes it really worked. And by the way, Ahmed eventually comes back to voice a character. I know initially he didn't, but it, he comes back to it, and that's pretty important, I think, as well. And it's all kind of represented in this figure. Yeah, yeah, justice for Jar Jar in his Jedi cloak. <laughs> justice for Jar Jar, indeed. What a great number four there, which uh, means we're up to my number four. And speaking of characters uh, that we're familiar with, but kind of uh, get to look at in a different light, I am going with a character that I don't often list, uh, even though I have a lot of the, the figures of this character, and they're all, that's Star Wars cool, because he's legendary cool. But I, I'm going with Boba Fett. And this is the 2010 edition, collection number 32. Uh, that's the figure number because there's a later one. And that one's good, too. But this is Kid uh, kid Boba Fett. This is the part of the uh, line, part of the uh, arc where uh, you get to go. Because there is the, the Rise of Boba Fett one, and there's a lot of figures in that one uh, later on. But that's why I'm picking this specific one in 2010. And there's just something I love about it. He's got kind of mando armor on he's got the blasters by the way you know uh like a 13 14 year old rome in the galaxy with this many blasters uh i don't know i don't know about this man this is here um he's got that real uh really capture like daniel logan's like furrowed brow they do that well on the show and they do it well in this figure again we talk about it highly detailed and the way the way kind of you compose it it's it's a little bit like an old Western guy, like he's, uh, you know, and he's got the jet, you can get the jet pack, you can put the jet pack on and, and do that. And that's fun to see without the Boba Fett. We know with the uh, Mando armor um, gifted or appropriated or not. We will. We'll, so one day I think find out that whole story, uh, but he looks like an old Western cowboy. Like he's in town, like he's ready to draw down. And I just like it. You talk about, um, talk about these figures. You look at his face, you go to the real close up shot. Like, he, is, he has a lot of reasons to be angry. And when you dive into the character of Boba Fett, which this series did so well, like, okay, you can see where he's coming from. Doesn't mean we have to like where he ends up, but I think it all is in this face. In the eyebrows, the uh, the grimace, the pain, the pissed off nature. I am teenage Boba Fett, and I ain't happy about it. So that's why it's on my list at number four. 
That is a great one. I'm so glad you picked this one. I'm looking at the picture of the face, and yeah, it is molded perfect. Uh, he's got that uh, angry 90s hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he, he looks, I know he's sculpted after the appearance in Clone Wars animated series and it, it really works, but he looks like that infamous moment from Attack the Clones where he is unhappy about Obi-Wan showing up in the famous behind the scenes story of, uh, Daniel Logan, not being sure what kind of face to make and uh, Ewan McGregor leaning down and saying, pretend I just farted. (laughs) Yes, he's got that look on his face. And you're so right. This great Jedi business pose uh, for the action figure with the kind of one hip out and in, in, in the other hand extended. He really does look like he's about to do a fast draw. Uh, yep. Captures <laughs> everything great about Boba Fett. One of the main things I love about uh, Clone Wars is it gets to dive into what was set up by Attack of the Clones of, you know, well, what are the ramifications of when? When Jedi have to take actions and, uh, you know, what does it do to Boba Fett to see his father taken down by Mace Windu? And it makes that character really compelling and really interesting to me. Yeah. And, and this face, going back to this face, this is the face that you understand when he says, get him, dad, in attack. <laughs> this is this is exactly. Good. Exactly. Get him, Ken. Buy him on eBay. Oh, hovering over that and the cart. I have enough problem with Legos uh, or Lego sets. Um, all right. So get that Boba Fett for your collection. My number four, which means we're up to your number three. My number three was probably uh, not a surprise. Uh, it is the one character that I saw at a convention and considered briefly purchasing, uh, but but didn't didn't go through with it, which I'll talk about. And that is the Palpatine Darth Sidious. The Clone Wars Darth Sidious. Uh, I love Palpatine Darth Sidious. We both do. And this character, this action figure, is such a different take on it. Like, that's what's interesting to me about this line is, like, some of them definitely look like, oh, that is for sure the animated version of the character. But, like, Mm. honestly, that Boba Fett, I'd accept that as just, like, from Attack of the Clones, you know? Uh, But this Darth Sidious is totally unique and totally different from any other Sidious Palpatine action figure because it's entirely animated and there's something about those proportions that make this uh, figure extra cool because it's it's not the way the character could look mm-hmm. in live action like the mm-hmm. way it his he's just like thin like an evil wasted little wraith and then his hands are a little bit bigger than his body and they're sticking out of that cloak and the way the the uh, the actual hood is draped down kind of super low over his face and he's like he's just much more like expressionistic like a cartoon is and it makes him really really awesome looking and it captures his the evil spirit of uh Sidious um yeah so that, that's the basically the reason I love the this particular figure yeah and I want to hear the story and why you didn't get it in, in a second here because uh this is a must-have man this is must-have for Palpatine much like I think that's a, a necessary Boba Fett figure in, in collecting Palpatine figures, which I, I I indirectly do. I think I collect Vader figures more. I have Vader figures from several different lines. Palpatine, though, you know, it's like, hey, I love Palpatine. We talked about this recently. You know, it's kind of a, a boring design. Old man in cloak. Like, the Kenner figure, the Mailway one. Like, I mean, you have, you're happy to have it. But, like, okay, it's an old man with a walking stick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is... Already, I gotta say, man, one of my favorite Palpatines out there. Um, the you're right. The it captures the duality of Palpatine Sidious with that close-up mask. 
it's it's really really sharp yeah yeah and the the the, uh, jedi business description is talking about how when you have the figure in your hand and you look up his hood you can really see that his whole face is sculpted under there and he so he's legitimately in the shadows with that great hood uh, what you call him a, a, a thin-waisted <laughs> evil wave? What you call? like a wraith? You know, like a, a like no, Lord wait. of the Rings. You know, like he it feels like he's just this yeah. evil presence, yeah. like barely a body. He's just oozing evil under there. He really does look like he belongs in the Nazgul. You're right in this particular figure, and I love what he's got the outstretched little hand, and it captures. And you have force lightning. You can put on this figure if you want it. But the one hand that uh, they, it's extended, the other one's holding the lightsaber, so this is his left hand. It captures that Ian McDiarmid Return of the Jedi, so be it Jedi, weird fingers thing. Where yes. it's like kind of like wizard powers are about to activate. It captures that more than any other figure I think I've seen. Yeah, it looks like that hand is, is looking out to just like uh, touch something and manipulate it. To just be like, Doop, oh, I knocked over your government. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. Knocked over your government. Uh, and, yeah, and the lightsaber hand has like the pinky out just a little bit. Like he's all refined about murdering you. Ooh, can we do that? Can we get a t-shirt? A quote shirt? Oops. I knocked over your government. She <laughs> My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah. So my, my deal with uh, getting this action figure was uh, this is uh, probably three years ago. Um, I went uh, with uh, some of my friends in the the creators of the adult swim show I work on, Tigtone, which is really uh, fantasy based. Uh, we went to this great He-Man She-Ra convention and oh. I was really, it, it had a really great dealer's room that had a bunch of stuff as well as He-Man, but there was this huge Star Wars area. And this is when I had, uh, you know, watched Clone Wars and was really into it. And I was like, I'm, I bought a He-Man action figure, but I'm going to get myself one Star Wars action figure. Uh, and I was trying to decide which one, and I saw this, and I'd never seen it before. I didn't know about it, and I was like, my God, that is the coolest uh, mm. Sidious ever, and I picked it up, and I was, to the guy, I was like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take this. How much is it? He's like, oh, it's $60. And I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit more than I have right now. <laughs> uh, $60, but I wish I had, because as of right now, when I was looking it up last night, uh, he's going for $250. Oh. Oh, he's n- not only cool he's rare he's rare <laughs> oh boy man that's like uh that's like should i grab this stock at three dollars a share <laughs> oh it's amazon um yeah that's that's uh wow okay we'll have to raise some allowance <laughs> yeah this is great well hey great story great painful collecting story i'm sure there's other painful collecting stories out there but that's that's one of my favorites yeah it's brutal uh, We'll get you that. Get you that. That's a great figure. And you're number three. We're sticking with the dark side. For my number three here. Oh, let me find it. I did not uh, get it up on my uh, Jedi business page here so I can describe it in more detail. My number three is from the 2008 line, uh, number 13 in the set, Count Dooku. This is, um, yeah, right up above the first uh, couple lines, you see this Dooku figure, and this has got that wonderful Dooku design with the big push broom mustache and the the, the, the face. I mean, it's just angular. It's it's uh, it's Christopher Lee with a little Dooku, a little, little ceremony in there as well. He's got the great cape, the lightsaber, and then, again, I guess this is something I really like. He's holding in his hand a hollow, uh, another hollow communicator, 
with uh, and he's talking to uh, Asajj Ventress. He's got a little hologram Ventress. I, I guess I don't. I have to look into this about wh- why I like holograms because I have that. I have that uh, the the Obi Wan Lego hut uh, that uh, comes with a little hologram Leia. And is like must have, must have that because of the hologram. I don't know what it is, but this is uh, you know keeping with what we've been talking about with this line. Very detailed. Love how uh, the stance is. He's kind of like ready to strike, but he's really upset at you over something. He doesn't want to lash out completely because <laughs> he's got some, you know, meetings to attend to probably for the separatists. Uh, the uh, Ventress thing just tips to the um, the story of Ventress and uh, how at the time he felt she was, you know, in the palm of his hand. Quite literally, this figure is that uh, a depiction of that of 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 the Dooku adventures relationship at this time. So like that. Uh, and this is um, Jedi business describes it again, cause I don't have it. So I haven't seen it in my hand. The Ventress hologram looks just like a Ventress in the TV show, which is quote pretty remarkable considering that the hologram is just a bit bigger than a penny. So wow. there you go. Penny size Ventress in all it's uh, all, all her detailed glory. So, I, you know, we talk about, I, I really do love the Dooku character. It grew past the silly name at the time. And one of the reasons why the Clone Wars series really just gives you the chance, gives the creators the chance to spend time with this character and introduce many different sides to him, including, yes, the exquisite pajamas we always talk about. So I'm going with Dooku at number three. Oh, that is amazing. Uh, I, you know, I, I wish that the uh, line had extended long enough to make a good, exquisite pajamas uh, action figure. Uh, maybe there's one I don't know about. I'll have to research. I, I was scrolling, man. I was I was like, ooh, I wonder if. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm sure there's a custom exquisite pajamas uh, Dooku figure out there. <laughs> This is another great one. I, I like that they made this choice uh, stylistically with uh, Dooku and Palpatine to really go for it uh, style-wise. And you're right. That's totally... There's no mistaking. This is Clone Wars. This Clone Wars animated Dooku. Really cool. And I'm with you on the holograms. I love them. I love the variety. Um, I love when I clicked on this and saw there was a hologram. In a, it's too small to tell yet. It's like, ooh, is it going to be Sidious or Asajj? You know, and it's awesome to have Asajj. I think the holograms are, have a power because in a way you're getting two characters in one and you're getting like a dynamic. You're getting a relationship and it just enhances uh, the figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Yeah, it just it, it tells a story here, just like the Ularan one as well. So not my collection yet. Keyword yet. <laughs> That's uh, my number three, which means we're up to your number two on the best list, uh, the li- list of the best Clone Wars figures. Joseph, what do you have? Uh, I, at my number two, uh, I, I had to start cheating because there are too many amazing characters. It is a split. It is uh, Barris Offie and Undead Geonosian. Uh, we're going back to uh, what I love of, you know, these lines where you can get the major characters. We're talking Sidious and Dooku, but you can get characters uh, who aren't huge in the movies, but are bigger in the Clone Wars animated series and characters from specific episodes. Uh, this is uh, Barris Offie. If you just look at the action figure, amazing, really cool Barris Offie action figure. You know, uh, well, well done, well sculpted, uh, cool looking Jedi, awesome blazing lightsaber. But she is from the uh, Brain Invaders, Geonosian, Brainworms arc. And she comes with three brain worms. 
that you can wrap around her in different ways. Uh, so you've got this great character, but it's also, it's not just that this episode is cool. It is what this episode might mean, right? Because Bear Safi goes on to be an important character, somebody who is doubting the Jedi ways enough to betray the Jedi and frame Ahsoka for it. This is the arc where uh, she and Ahsoka get to bond together a little bit. You can read lots of it into it. You can read that uh, not only is Anakin maybe a little too attached to Ahsoka, maybe Luminara doesn't care enough about Mm -hmm. Barriss. And Barris goes through a lot in this arc, and you can start to go, ooh, uh, did the way Luminara treat Barris contribute to what happened to Barris? Uh, and, and that gets even richer when you go into the Rafa and Trey stuff. And it, it uh-huh. like Luminara, who is also not as caring as she could be. So this is what I love uh, for figures like this. Like, this is a molded uh, plastic of a of a character from a kid's cartoon show but i look at it and i think about all that because it comes with brain worms Uh, (laughs) and then just to go with it because it's from the same arc and i I needed to get this in in the undead geonosian right it's it's number one this shot i don't i don't know how intentional this is it is a little graphic this main shot of the undead geonosian it is amazing. It's got the wings, but they're all tattered and gross. You yeah. got the face with the rotten teeth and a tongue lolling mm-hmm. out. Then mm-hmm. this is a horror show, and it's why I love that arc. I love getting some of that horror aesthetic in Star Wars. So to have like an actual straight up in canon, here's a zombie from Star Wars uh, is so cool. And it's got yeah. this awesome sonic blaster, and it's just incredibly oh, uh, yeah. well-made figure. No, this is a great set. I mean, again, they're not necessarily, uh, it's not a two pack, right? It's just you're, you're pairing them together in your, in your heart. Yeah. Um, and as you should, uh, they go hand in hand. Uh, the, yeah, the detail of the wings is what's popping out to me on this one. And then the, uh, Barisafi is, uh, same thing. We're talking about the design and, and, and the things that uh, just kind of pop, like the, the, the brain worms are look like fun. <laughs> like, like, fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, there's an Ahsoka one later we'll, we'll mention too. But um, uh, yeah, this is this is a great little uh, create your own battle pack thing here. Yeah, yeah, I, I just yeah, they're great figures, and they're also those figures that you imagine somebody who doesn't really isn't like all in on Clone Wars or Star Wars going, "What's that?" <laughs> like, well, yeah, let's get into this. Yeah, do you Long like story. do you like Star? Yeah, good stuff indeed. And yeah, the Barisafi character—I love that you brought up the uh, Luminari and Dooley stuff. Like, uh, yeah, she's got some issues, Luminara. We got, we gotta maybe talk to her about some of her, <laughs> some of her adherence to no attachment might be a bit of a problem. Uh, great, great choice at number two—a little two-pack that we're creating ourselves there. My number two is going back again to the 2008 line. There's, there's, uh, the, again, this series, this uh, series of figures goes from 2008 all the way up to 2013. There's a lot of them, but I love a lot of the 2008, 2009 range ones. The details there, um, perhaps, I mean, the, the, the show uh, grew in quality in terms of uh, how, how it looked on your TV screen, but the figures were there from the beginning for me. Uh, my number two is Asajj Ventress, not a whole time Asajj herself. Uh, people love Saj, and as they should. She's a really uh, dynamic, uh, layered character, especially after Katie Lucas grabbed uh, all of her. You should go back if you haven't 
listen to uh, an older Happy Beeps episode that Jennifer did a, a profile, not just on Asajj, but Katie Lucas uh, and her uh, helping to make the, the this uh, character, which was already a cool character, just make her more real and 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 really contributed to her story uh, going forward. This is uh, you got the lightsabers, you got the cloth cape uh, that just you you just feel it. You, you know, you, I'm looking at the picture and I can just feel how detailed that is. And then the the face sculpt. This they really did a good job here. This is uh, the detail of the eyelashes, the eyes, the the uh, the lips uh, popping up with the red, and, and all the designs on her face. It's all there. And again, in a line that I around this time was when I was seeing it in uh, probably KB Toys. Where I used to work at the mall, they had a KB Toys that was still open and active at that point. I remember just kind of seeing this stuff and ah, I want I want detailed classic Kenner figures. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, this just blows the entire Kenner line away itself. It's so good. So Asajj is a character worthy of a great figure, and I think they delivered here with this uh, uh, number fifteen from the two thousand eight collection. Oh, man, that is a great tribute to the character of Asajj Ventress, as you described her, Ken. And also, this, this figure feels like a tribute uh, to Asajj Ventress. You know, Jedi Business has this great uh, feature where you, you can look at other figures with the same name. Uh, mm. and, and there are a lot of different Asajjas. You know, there's the super stylized uh, Gennady Tartofsky one. There's a couple that are, like, paired with the comic book of Asajj from Expanded Universe. Uh so this is kind of, in some ways, the Asajj Ventress. The, the Clone Wars animated series is the main way that we know the character. This is her classic look. In a way, this feels kind of, to me, like, that. this is like the Bespin Han of Asajj Ventress. It's like, that's the one, right? That's like yes. the central, that's the image. Uh, yeah. Possibly uh, controversial in terms of uh, vest versus yeah. jacket Han discussion. But. Uh, my point is that feels like this is the Asajj Ventress action figure. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Capital T, it's the Asajj. And by the way, not for nothing, years ago on an early episode of Jedi Alliance, we did a vest versus jacket, and <laughs> I'll tell you what, jacket won, jacket won. So maybe you're you're not wrong there, sir. Um, <laughs> this is uh, uh, my number two Asajj Ventress, as Joseph just said, the Asajj Ventress figure to get. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, reset, and on, on the other side of this uh, fun conversation, our honorable mentions and our number one favorite figures from the Clone Wars line. Stick around here for Star Wars Ranked. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to Star Wars Rank. Me, Joseph Scrimshaw, are here with you ranking the best of the Clone Wars figures. This great set first hit the shelves in 2008, ran to about 2013. And yeah, you can still get a hold of these figures on uh, eBay and uh, other black market locations and conventions in the back of vans. But it's going to cost you a pretty penny. And Joseph and I were talking off air about just kind of kicking ourselves in the pants man going we should have picked up some of these when we had a chance price to go at like seven dollars on a shelf right Joseph? <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> don't let anyone tell you to to stop your collector dreams all right kids that's the lesson all it's right we investment. are yeah. yeah yeah no yeah unlike baseball cards which that whole market <laughs> turned to be just a big collection of fraud uh frauds and fraudulent behavior from card shop owners the, the, the figure business it's it's still pretty solid uh joseph before we get to our number ones we always like to go to honorable mentions here uh y- you and i were joking via email last night and this morning it's gonna be a lot of honorable mentions but we'll run through them and yeah i did weed some out myself um for my list so uh, go ahead uh, what are uh, some of your honorable mentions yeah i definitely had to do some weeding because there are way too many uh but i wanted to uh shout out the 2011 ahsoka tano figure for kind of the same reason uh that i really like that asajj ventress so this is uh this is uh, ahsoka from her outfit that is kind of the second half of the clone wars uh she's got uh both sabers the longer one and the shorter one and the different outfit and in some ways there there are a lot of different ahsoka figures you can get uh i have the one that she's uh, a two-pack with the vader from rebels with her her clear silver blades which are great but in some ways this is like 
the Ahsoka that we spent the most time with. This is, mm-hmm. to me, like the core Ahsoka. And the figure's really, really cool. So uh, she had to be on my runner-up list. Uh, also, uh, Honda Onaka. Hondo, not Hondo. Hondo mm-hmm. Onaka. Uh, mm-hmm. This character, uh, I, I like him a lot. I, don't, I think I don't love him as much as uh, some other fans, uh, but I do really, really like him. And this figure is amazing. Uh, partially becomes because he comes with his quacky monkey lizard. Yes. <laughs> and that monkey lizard's name is Pilf Muck Muck. <laughs> so look, any any figure that comes with a side figure uh, called Pilf Muck Muck, it's going to yeah. be on my runner's up list. But Hondo is a great character. He's one of the great inventions of the Clone Wars that then tracks through Rebels, tracks through Galaxy's Edge. He has earned his place in Star Wars uh, fandom and history. Uh, I'm always fascinated how he changes from being a truly frightening, brutal pirate in his very early uh, appearances to a charming uncle who's maybe a bit of a rogue. Um, But he comes here with a giant blaster, a giant machete, and a monkey lizard what's not to love. (laughs) It it, it almost made my list, too, and... I'm like you. I, I I think you and I share a similar uh, a view of 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 Hondo. Uh, I I really do love him, I, and I actually kind of like the comedy version that kind of goes later. And you forget that yeah, in the beginning, he he was to be feared, and maybe he he always is. Just because you're funny doesn't mean you can't be a threat. I, I you know I'm I'm all for that. But yeah, um, so that that's why the figure didn't end up making my list. Is she's not he's as a character is not super high on my list. You know he's like top top 15 and ideal in the top tens when it comes to figures, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing weird numbers out there. So yeah, great choice to be an honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great character. Great figure. Uh, going along with that Quinlan Voss. Uh, I love the character of Quinlan Voss. I love this episode of, uh, Clone Wars uh, that he gets to be really featured in the hunt for zero. He's got a great comedy two act with Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's got one of the things that I love in Clone Wars and in Star Wars storytelling when they have a Jedi character who is really, really different and distinct. And Quinlan Voss is so distinct. And this is a, just a great figure of him. So yeah. he's on my runners up list for that. Um, any Quinlan thoughts, Ken? I mean, yeah, I love the character. I love where how he grew out of uh, not just a character in the background, but the fans in the Legends era latched onto him to the point where George was like, yeah, all right, I'll run with it. <laughs> all right. You get this one, fans. All right. Good call, fans. Yeah. Um, another one uh, for for the love of specificity, uh, Mace Windu. A lot of great Mace Windu action figures out here, but this one really looks cool, looks uh, yeah. tough and, and badass while still looking like uh, Clone Wars animated. But he comes with a Django helmet uh, from the specific <laughs> plot line <laughs> where he is going to be bombed. Uh, now, I was reading the details on Jedi Business. Uh, the Django helmet that comes with Mace, uh, you split open and then there's a thermal detonator inside, which is not accurate to what happened in the episode. The The helmet was uh, clean, not not split, and there's a different kind of explosive. But I love that you can just be that uh, sort of uh, pedantic about it. But I love any Mace Windu action figure that comes with Django's helmet because it's just it's just twisting the knife. Uh, yeah, pair that with the angry Boba Fett figure. You've got quite a tableau. <laughs> you got a story there. Uh, in my final uh, runner-up, because I got to include an Obi-Wan Kenobi, there's a lot of great Obi-Wan Kenobis, but I really love cold weather gear. Uh, in it's it's you know We've seen things like cold weather gear, Jedi training that are like kind of what-if figures, but this is you know from an actual episode where he goes to a cold place. I love the design of the uh, cold weather uh, outfit that it's got all of these rhythms with Hoth gear. 
got the cool Jedi symbol, and you can take the big hood off, and you can look at Obi-Wan Kenobi's facial expression when he's very cold. And as someone who uh, was born in, grew up in Minnesota, it's a very accurate expression. <laughs> they should call the figure Obi-Wan Kenobi Minnesota cold face. <laughs> he's Minnesota nice, Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. <laughs> So that's a uh, that's my runner up list. There are runner ups to my runner ups, but I'm going to cut myself off yeah. at five. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you there. So I'll run through mine there. I like there's a Magna Guard uh, droid that I really like. I love those Magna Guard droids, anyways. Great design, great sounds with the the weapon and everything. Uh, and it's a uh, it's very detailed, like the rest of this series. Uh, there is uh, the Anakin and the Naboo Star Skiff figure. And I remember I I love this uh, episode, and I loved uh, seeing. It was just kind of this weird kind of when you meet uh, like a teacher out in the public and it's out of context and you feel awkward and weird. But you're like, this that's pretty cool. Seeing in the episode itself, just seeing Anakin dressed as like a Naboo fighter pilot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, by the way, he's, he knows his way around an N1 starfighter there. Um, I just love that. And to see it in figure form, you, again, you talk about uh, being very specific with some of the, the choices here for the figures. This is a, a great one there. Uh, I like that. Uh, it wouldn't be a Clone Wars uh, figure list without a, a clone trooper. I'll go with Captain Rex, 2008 edition. Pretty cool, pretty detailed face. Uh, Cad Bane as well, popular figure. And I'll throw him in General Grievous. There is an early Cad Bane I really like. And there is a General Grievous Hunt for Grievous character uh, that I uh, really like as well. It's similar to the Dooku, Palpatine, Ventress figures we've been talking about. Final one I put on the list there, it's uh, from your Brain Invaders one. This is the Ahsoka Tano figure. I really wanted to put an Ahsoka figure on this list. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of characters in space helmets and scuba gears. There's a lot, but I want the Ahsoka Brain uh, uh, Invaders one because, again, you get the fun little Brain Invader worm. But her face, I tell you what, it's it's not accurate enough for me to put it on my list. The, the sculpt of the face, look of the face, it's it's great. But I love it because it's, I, I think I'm drawn to it because it's not completely accurate. And it looks like Ahsoka Tano is like really angry goth girl face. <laughs> like, she's like, like if she'd gone to the dark side or really rebelled. Um, she's, uh, it's just, it's, it's really, if you see the figure, look at it. And I just love it. It just got, I just kind of made me chuckle in a way. So that is my honorable mention list. Any thoughts uh, overall there, Joseph, on the things I was talking about? Uh, yeah, the man, that Grievous, uh, I, I kind of scrolled past him fast. And then when I saw he was on your list of, uh, potentials, that might be my favorite Grievous figure just cause I love the way he's hunched, you know, in, in that, mm-hmm. the way that Cape is draping over his shoulder just captures his actual like mood and energy. So that's amazing. Uh, and I, yeah, the Ahsoka, uh, brain worms, you know, uh, the way you described her face is great. I wonder if they're going for, uh, the revulsion <laughs> of like. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It isn't even revulsion. It's just like, oh, man, now this, now this, now there are brain worms. Yeah, it's a, a great list. Um, I'm glad you included Rex, too, because there, if you're a, a clone trooper fan, uh, there are so many clones uh, in, in absolutely great ones uh, that some that came close to making my runner up list. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot. I, I, I've talked about before how, even though you know I love stormtroopers in different classes of stormtroopers, I don't find myself being a, a troop builder when it comes to collecting figures. But uh, you know the clones are very obviously very important to the Clone Wars series, and and I like that Rex there. All right, with honorable mentions uh, completed, 
And yes, we could have gone on. I'm looking at my post-it notes. You're hearing the pages of my post-it notes. I got a lot of <laughs> honorable mentions there. Uh, my number one, we'll go with my number one so the guests can close your show with their number one, my number one. And I'll tell you, I went back and forth. I was, do I pay homage to the characters? Again, I love the Ahsoka character. Do I make that choice? Padme, there's some good Padme options here. I, I, I got to tell you, I went in a different direction. I went with, oh my God, this needs to be in my collection. And <laughs> what a fun design of a classic character. And I have this character in the very detailed uh, six-inch scale Black Series figure line. I have that one. Um, it's Jabba the Hutt. Oh, my God. Jabba's Palace Battle Pack in 2009. They released it. Comes with a couple different figures as well. But this, man, <laughs> this is from <laughs> the movie. All right. And, and, and Jabba pops up in the show again. So that's why, to me, it counts. It's in, And again, it's in this line, so it definitely counts. But, you know, he's upset. He's lost his son. Rod of the Hut. Stinky. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, man. The look on his face, it <laughs> captures it captures everything I love and don't like about the huts in the Clone Wars, because there's a lot of huts, and a lot of huts show up in uh, Rebels, Resistance. Um, Gracchus the Hut, who's doing push-ups, all those things. This is It's Jabba, man, and it's got the classic, you know, Jabba color scheme down, and they've really captured that well. It's got the, you know, it's got the hookah, the snackquariums there. Uh, uh, it's got a little bit of the, of the throne railing. And again, I have the Black Series one, and, and that one's wonderfully detailed. Uh, I I think I, I think I plopped down like a hundred bucks cash to get that one because I needed it. I needed it on the Jedi Alliance set. I was like, Maude, our show, our show's not complete till I get this. <laughs> so I love collecting Java stuff. You know, I know Jen Land is a huge Java fan. This this one belongs on our shelves if she doesn't have it either. It Joseph, it, look, it's he's got his eyes are a little googly, like he's a little wonky. His mouth has got this wide grin, and there's like you can, I think, adjust it because this one, the close up photo. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's. I think maybe it's just a different angle in the close up photo. It's like Jabba's like, hey, hey, you're here. Did you bring chips? Come on, inside. music's playing. Take your shoes off. It's, it's a different kind of Jabba. It's a Jabba that makes me want to go hang out at the palace. Yeah, hang out at the palace. Yeah, Jedi Bizzin here says when you move any of the arms down slowly, Jabba's mouth will move. Oh yes. <laughs> so yes. you can make Java smile more. <laughs> this is okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to hit yeah. that eBay button. This is yeah. amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wonder what the, if the intent was, cause he is very emotional in that movie. He's lost his son, yeah. Rada. This almost feels like the moment he gets Rada back. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! The 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 father and Rada reunion is only yeah. figure away. Uh yeah, I do love yeah. Jabba. I'd love Jabba. I would not have thought this would be my number one figure. You know, Dooku, Palpatine, Anakin, Ahsoka, Padme. Like I said, um, uh, no, it's Jabba. No. It's my it's number. Gotta one. be proud, Papa Jabba. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the one. That's the one. So beautiful and weird. I love it. Oh, damn, that's great. I absolutely love that is, it. That is my number one figure, my favorite figure in the Clone Wars line, which means, sir, we are up to your number one. 
My number one figure is once again cheating, but it's involving evil characters uh, or misunderstood characters. So I feel like it is in the spirit. My number one is the Target exclusive uh, Darth Maul Returns Battle Pack. Uh, so this has got three figures. I always love battle packs. I love it when the characters are kind of united thematically. But it had, honestly, the characters that I would have probably put at, at my number one anyway, uh, at least two of them. You got Darth Maul in his very initial, not his very initial return, because it's not the total spider droid legs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's his big, weird, wonky legs uh, with the big hips and the joints and the uh, kind of uh, uh, clamping, big clamping feet, not even trying to be humanoid feet a uh, great sculpt uh topless and upset <laughs> darth maul <laughs> uh comes with a great lightsaber uh double bladed but you can separate it into two different blades so just uh all in all a great maul action figure there are many great maul action figures uh but this is a super great one and one that you don't get a lot of other examples of those uh, uh initial legs um and then also in this battle pack is uh savage press uh, and you know, I, I don't think it was these action figures, but seeing action figures of Savage Opress and Maul and going, Ooh, I really need to check out Clone Wars. So I kind of got a, a positive association there. It's a great Savage. His horns are, you know, nice and tall and proud. He's in a cool battle armor. He's got a big, uh, evil looking axe. He's great. Uh, but the character that really puts this over the top is, uh, the Night Sister. Mm-hmm. She is beautiful and horrifying. It's great. Uh, I was reading more details on Jedi business because I, when I saw the thumbnail, I was like, "Amazing, Mother Talzin! I love that character." And then uh, I looked closer, and uh, Jedi business's thought is, "Ooh, they they didn't quite have uh, final decisions, final designs when they made this figure because it is kind of a cross between Mother Talzin and a Night Sister." Um, oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes with a great blazing red lightsaber. Uh, she's uh, wrapped in the red cloth, got the big uh, sort of jutting uh, shoulders of the cloth. Uh, the face is a typical kind of night sister face, but with a little Mother Talzin in there of just uh, an evil <laughs> an evil clown, a little bit of a, a Day of the Dead vibe, the white and the black and green eyes with bared teeth and then uh, hair and braids with the red stuff in them. And then just to me, the, the, the absolute pinnacle, she's got all of the weird floating bits of cloth jutting out, which is what I love about the mother talls in design. Like the clothes themselves are, are animated and evil. Uh, and, and there's something about like, when you like specificity in figures, a, a figure like this, that is like, Kind of somewhere between Mother Talzin and a Night Sister. That's really, really extra amazing. Ah, this is this is great all around. We, I love that you slipped all three of them in here because yeah, the Savage Press, you know, unfortunately named as he might be, is is a great design. I, I just you know, especially after you know, you, you we're introduced to Maul in 1999, and to see like a, a different version of the same you know species, same family. You know, it, it was it was great on the show. And to see it in figure form, it, it it's like almost a, it's almost a GI Joe or even a classic He Man figure. It's so big and bulky, and I, I love that they capture that. The Night Sister is great, but this mall, yeah, this mall I love because you're right. Those feet, like I, he's I, I love that he's gone through the different designs, the spider feet and everything. It would make sense that Maul's like, all right, I survived. I don't like being a spider, 
this this version's like he's like, can I be a demonic ostrich? <laughs> like, let me try this. No, that's not working. Um, I love this idea. Love this figure. Yeah. And, and Jedi Business says, I love it. That like it, um, the waist is not articulated, which is odd. But I'll say that almost makes sense for me. You know whether or not is canon or not of how much movement Maul had during this point in his life. I like that before we see him now in Clone Wars Rebels solo. That you know he's working on the design of his new body, <laughs> and maybe some parts didn't work before. Uh, I can't turn. This isn't good. I cannot turn. I need something else. I don't know. You know we don't see a lot of Maul in the laboratory uh, scenes, but I, I like that head cannon in my head, and this figure kind of captures it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I like that evolution of legs like it is almost his evolution to kind of getting back to, to who he wants it to be of like the spider is just mm. kind of this grotesque uh, monster. Uh, and then uh, this is a little bit more like uh, there's a lack of uh, elegance, uh, <laughs> shall we say, uh, you know, yeah. that he's almost like, uh, you know what, if you're going to give me this big legs, just, you know, give me a, give me a whole horse body and make me a centaur. That'd be fine. I can, you know. Uh, but it's they're so chunky, and you know he gets back down to having the much more slim, uh, you know, uh, legs yeah. that you would you would never know, you'd never know, except for that huge uh, binding on his on his waist, uh, that he was separated, separated from his lower half, uh, captures the anger, the anger and the power of being Maul at this point in his life. There you go. The Darth, Darth Maul return set. You get that. You get Maul. You get the Night Sister. Yeah, you're right. It's so, you know, Mother Talzin, but not. Um, and then uh, Savage Press. That's a, that's a powerful pack of figures, man. Right, right. And I just just one of these. And, and I go back to my uh, being a kid where, uh, yeah, you had a relationship with the characters, but sometimes they were only on screen for a second. And in your relationship was more with the action figure than the character. If I was a yeah. kid and just saw a Night Sister... I'd just be like, that's so cool. That's so amazing. I need to know everything, you know, and they just capture that magic. All right. So, you know, uh, while I went online here, you know, you can on eBay right now, I'm seeing $49.99 for this battle pack. That's, you know, you cut back on some frozen pizzas, Joseph, you might be able to make this happen. (laughs) Oh, plus almost half that. Uh, price for the shipping yeah that's how ebay gets you right um yeah. but it's out there yeah oh there's some other oh god I, I, why did i do this why did i do this to myself oh, click away click away click away indeed oh it's a nice display box too oh boy all right uh that is a great choice uh for your number one what fun today i did not expect this clone wars figure line to be uh, this, uh, this fun to talk about, man, but then we brought it up and it pops and that's kind of like the show. I think that's kind of like the show with your journey, Joseph, with the movie being a low point and, and growing into it. And then, and, and me kind of going, all right, it's got some space fighting I like, and then it just keeps rewarding, uh, you for investing more in the series and they do such a great job, which is why people love it. And maybe you weren't like Joseph and I, maybe you got these figures, like hotcakes when they were on the shelves. I don't know. Joseph, uh, thanks so much for uh, bringing your list here today. I appreciate it, my friend. Absolutely. This It's always fun to do these figures, and this one was extra special because of the uh, just great journey that, uh, that I have had the opportunity to go on for Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, have some Clone Wars figures uh, yourself in a collection, like you said, maybe you got them early and you want to send us some pictures, you can find us on Twitter. Go to Force Center Pod, use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. 
You can follow us on Instagram. We are on YouTube. Check out our videos there, including Star Wars Show and Tell and the In Memoriam series. We've got a new one coming this weekend, if you're listening at the time of release. And uh, also, you know, a bunch of great Star Wars audiobooks are out there. If you want to try one on us, go to audibletrial.com slash force center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash force center and try a free audiobook out on us. You can go to cadnapsock.com for information on a lot of things I'm doing, including my new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes. Same passion I have for Star Wars is there for baseball, and I'm launching a baseball podcast feed right quick. And Joseph, uh, they can follow you and uh, go to your website because uh, you uh, you do a lot of things as well, sir. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot uh, going on. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, Obsessed. You can check out uh, various comedy albums. That's all on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at josephscrimshaw. And also want to point out, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash force center. And we, uh, each month, do a special broadcast called The Will of the Force, where we randomly look through a Star Wars like visual uh, dictionary encyclopedia and uh, talk about the items. And we get a very special one for the month of May. So that's free to all Patreon supporters if you want to support us at patreon.com slash force center. All right, it's time to go shopping on eBay. Star Wars has been ranked. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.